Welcome to Grace in the Shadows with Dr. Marla Beeler and Dr. J. Dr. Jonathan Beeler. Well, guess what? What's that? It's still raining. It's raining cats and dogs. Cats and dogs here in Mobile. I hope that our listeners, it's not constantly raining where you are. It is messing up my swimming routine. Do you know where they got that about cats and dogs? Didn't we share that? No. We didn't. Well, okay. we're going to share it again. The well, Roman Empire. Okay. All right. I- the Roman Empire, it would, they didn't have a great drainage system. Oh. And so it would rain hard. Kind of like Mobile. <laughs> kind of like Mobile. Oh, I love you guys in Mobile. But uh, it would rain so hard, and the, there would be stray cats and dogs, mm-hmm. and they would drown. And then they would stop the next day, and you would have all these dead animals on the road. That's horrible. Isn't it horrific? So I don't want to say it's raining cats and dogs anymore because it's talking about them dying. It is pretty sad. That is very morbid. Okay, well, hopefully today's topic's not morbid because we're continuing to talk about marriage. <laughs> we are talking about marriage. Yes, we are. We're going to talk about how the Jewish, ancient Jewish uh, marriages, Okay. Uh, the whole process, mm-hmm. relates to the gospel. Oh, and and how G- it relates Jesus to the church. Okay, and even the, his return. Oh, yeah. So the process of marriage from Jewish marriage, correct? From modern times, no, ancient ancient times. Ancient times okay, uh, in in ancient Israel. So the process of the marriage. Okay, and so uh, this is pretty interesting because in in our world today. One and two, probably higher than that, end in divorce. Which is so sad. Even in the church, it's awful. This is a very serious process that they used to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was started out that uh, the fa- the father of a po- bridegroom mm-hmm. sees a, a prospect. You know, there's a fine woman that really it had nothing to do with love. Mm. Okay. Love often came later. That makes sense. So and they would look for a good prospect for a wife. They were looking for, a matter of fact, the rich ones would actually have a couple of them because they were looking for political influence and power. Ah, so marriage would sometimes be bringing power to the family. And that's exactly what so- Solomon screwed mm-hmm. up with. True. He wanted to have all this power, right. get a thousand wives, or 700 wives, mm-hmm. 300 concubines. Mm-hmm. Um, and he ended up marrying into countries that were not following the God of Israel. Okay. So the father would see a prospect. Yes. And most most were monogamous. Okay. They didn't have the money as Solomon and some of these right. others. Which is better. Right. And so they would marry them to make the family stronger, mm-hmm. to unite families, to make a stronger um, uh, village. Mm-hmm. And uh, so... They would go to the the woman, the prospective uh, bride, Mm -hmm. and they would talk with the father of the bride. Okay. And they would make an offer. And this wasn't some sort of disrespectful thing. Mm -hmm. This was very honorable. And and by the way, she could reject it if she didn't want to marry. Kind of like a dowry. A dowry. Okay. Yes. And they were coming with a ketubah. That's a fancy way of a certificate. Oh, or a contract. Contract, okay. So it's called that. Which would come into a covenant later. Right. We'll get into that. But but they would make this offer, and it was considerable, mm-hmm. uh, because they were taking consideration that they were taking a, a worker mm-hmm. from that family. And although uh, also they were also honoring 
the father for for raising a uh, good, godly, righteous woman. Mm-hmm. Good. And so, uh, you know, it's interesting that in John chapter 15, 16, Jesus says, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear much fruit and that your fruit should remain and that whatever you ask in my father's name, he may give. So in the same way, God used God, the father brought his son to earth Mm -hmm. to to choose his people. Yeah. And then they would have this agreement. And it's interesting uh, the way they, the way the uh, groom would find out if she said yes or not is he would go and he would knock on the door and he would knock and uh, he would say, you know, basically he would see if he could sup mm-hmm. and drink uh, a glass of wine with her. And if she answered, it meant I do. Ah. So that's where we get that. So interesting. So the father wouldn't necessarily come tell him. He would have to go knock on the door. And if they opened the door and he came in uh, and and ate and drank with them, then she would become. He, she would be his uh, betrothed. Okay. All right. And that's kind of like, behold, I stand at the door and knock. Who said that? Jesus. Jesus. You know, and you really, you don't see, this is really cool. Jesus is, is thinking cool. of marriage the whole time that he's on earth. When he was telling, yeah, that's cool. Okay. He says in Revelation 3.20, behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and dine with him mm-hmm. and he with me. So Jesus is the bridegroom. Yes. And he's talking about our hearts. Right. He's not talking about a building. No, no. And so if he comes in, if the bride said yes and opened the door, they would go in and they would have a cup of wine together. Mm-hmm. And the cup of wine meant they were sealing the deal, so to speak. Ah. Uh, this was a really cool thing. Uh, kind of like signing, instead of signing on the line and the line for something, you were sealing the deal with a drink. Okay, drinking mm-hmm. a glass of wine. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Who else drank wine? You remember that? Jesus. You do this in memory of me. Yes. We drink wine and or grape juice in the Baptist <laughs> in remembrance of Jesus's blood. That that's exactly right. And that's shed the, for us. The, the certifying. It's right. feeling the deal. Yes. Because he shed his blood for us. Very interesting. And so the bride was paid for by a price. Mm-hmm. And Jesus says, interesting in First Peter 1.18, knowing that you were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver or gold from your aimless conduct received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish and without spot. Mm. You were bought with a price. Very Uh, cool. That's pretty cool, huh? That is cool. So we look at this, and, and so unlike when we do engagements, you know, we, we, uh, you know, we may, you you go back, you went back to your father and I went back to my parents and whatnot, and we're engaged, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or however. And, but then they were legally married. They did not have, uh, they did not have relations. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, unlike in our society, if they did before marriage, they would be stoned if it's found out. Yeah. No, unfortunately, that's not the way it is today. There's a lot of intolerance there. That wouldn't go over in our society. No, definitely not. But but that didn't happen a whole lot. 
And so, but the uh, the groom would tell tell the bride, and this is what he would say: "I go to prepare a place for you, <laughs> for where you are, uh, there I will be. Mm. For I will be there where you will be." And basically, he was preparing a place for in my father's house are many rooms. Mm -hmm. And if it were not so, I would, he would not say it. Would not say it. And so, when you look at this, uh, Jesus, when he quoted that to his disciples, well, he's quoting it to the church. Mm -hmm. He's talking about preparing because with their honeymoon, he was going back to build. Uh, a room onto the father's house, his father's house. So a special room for them yes. to live in. And the father would, matter of fact, oftentimes the bridegroom or the bride would ask, uh, when will this be? When will you return? Mm -hmm. And he would say, the bride, bridegroom would say, uh, only the father knows, you know, uh, that, mm. yeah. And, and, and so, it will come as a thief in a night. It will happen. Like Jesus is like coming Jesus. back. And Jesus said the same thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so when we look at this. And you know that brings, I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah, that please, brings please. excitement. You know, we're excited that Jesus is going to return. So this would bring excitement to mm -hmm. the bride that her bridegroom was coming back. And so she would be excited and looking for him like we're looking for Christ to return. That's 100% correct. Mm-hmm. And so he would also leave a gift. And this is where we get like engagement ring. Right. So that he would go and it would be like a, a year to two years he would be gone because he oh, would wow. be making a room. Okay. And the father would investigate it to his specifications. Mm -hmm. Make sure it was nice. Yeah. Yeah. If, okay. it, if it had any kinks, he would tear it down and start yourself. over. <laughs> yeah. Tear it down, start all over. And so, um, you know, this would happen. And then the father would say, this is good. Mm hmm. And a lot of times they would come in the middle of the night, maybe hmm. about midnight. Interesting. And he would come with like his best men, mm -hmm. his uh, his his friends, and, mm -hmm. and a, a procession. They would come, and they would come with with torches. Oh. And a shofar, mm -hmm. which is a trumpet like, mm -hmm. and they would blow it, and and then, you know, interesting enough, I want to back up. The bride would be preparing during this one to two years. Getting ready, yes. She would have a veil over her face, mm -hmm. and she would go out. Everyone would know she was separate, mm. separate, just like the mm -hmm. church, right. separate from the world. Right. And so um, the maidens, would she would be preparing to be a wife and a, and a mother and all mm -hmm. this stuff, and all her maidens would be there, bridesmaids. Mm -hmm. and, and when the time came, in secret— the, the, he would come and snatch her with the blowing of the ram's horn ah. when she didn't expect it. Interesting. And he would take her back and her family and, mm -hmm. and the bridesmaids and his and all this, and they would go back to the father's house. Mm -hmm. He would go in and they would to that special him. room. They would have a special room mm -hmm. and his best man or best men. He may have a couple there. Mm -hmm. They would be kind of right by us, kind of. Kind of, I don't know how they did that, but uh, I really don't want to know that. <laughs> that gets into another. Uh, yeah, let's not go there because they're they consummating they would the marriage. Consummate, which okay. is a fancy word. They would have relations, right? And he would prove that she was a virgin. Okay. He would have like a cloth 
Okay. I mean, that was a serious deal. Right. Yes. That and and if they did not, if they married and and consummated, and he found that she was not a virgin, mm-hmm. oh, that would be serious. Right. Sometimes they were stoned. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yes. And after this came, they would uh, they would have a a marriage festival. Ah. For seven like- days. Right. Kind of like a seven year tribulation. Snatched up, protected. Yeah, right, right. From the tribulation. Dancing so reception. A dancing reception. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, it would go on and on and on. It would go on all night sometimes. Wow. Jesus, when he had the first miracle, mm-hmm. he was at a marriage festival. Mm hmm. Fest, feast. Mm-hmm. And they would, they had this and they would go, that's why they ran out of wine. Right. Of course, it was grape juice. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I'm about, I, I am, you know, no, it wasn't. It was wine. It was wine. It was. It was. Right. And then afterwards, they would take the whole party mm-hmm. and they would have a marriage supper at their home that they live in. Ah, nice. And they would go back to the home just like. After the rapture, mm-hmm. coming back to earth where Jesus mm-hmm. will come with his church. Wow. And reign for a thousand years. And in it, it's so neat how God takes, you know, situations and shows himself through it. You know, Jesus, when he was on earth, did it with mm-hmm. the parables. But just to see the whole process of Jesus claiming his bride, the church, mm-hmm. and then, you know, leaving and then coming back. And, and just that's so neat how we can see that picture in the Jewish wedding. And, you know, ceremony. he didn't choose any of the, I mean, I'm sure Jesus played like uh, hopscotch or right. tag football. I don't know what he did. Right. But I'm sure there could have been other ways to, to demonstrate or illustrate, mm-hmm. you know, his relationship with his church. Right. But he chose the marriage. And that's so important to him. And it's so important to us as well. I mean, we we know how hard marriage can be. And we know that many of you listeners are struggling. And But if you can just see the beautiful picture of Jesus, of, of God, and the love, you know, they have for us, Jesus has for us, um, if you can just see that and realize how important marriage is to him to mm-hmm. create, you know, the whole process around that and just know that he wants your marriage to be strong. And, you know, when you look at this, you chose them, mm-hmm. you're, you're agreed upon, mm-hmm. you, you, you identify through the drinking of the wine, the Lord's right. supper of his death. You're bought by a price. Mm-hmm. He separate us from the world. Uh, he's going to rescue us. And when we don't expect it, definitely going to rapture us. And then we're going to come and we're going to celebrate for eternity. That's good news. That is very good news. That is very good news. So if you are struggling with your marriage or if you're struggling and you don't have a relationship with Jesus, please reach out to us. We would love to help you. Um, first of all, you need to know Jesus. You need to accept him as your personal Lord and Savior. Believe that he died on the cross for you. Believe that he rose again. Believe that he will be your salvation. And then if you're struggling in your marriage, we want you to call out to God, pray together. Because as we've said many times, the families that pray together stay together. Families play together, stay together, and families that pray together stay together. So we're very passionate about marriages and seeing marriages uh, grow strong for Christ. And, uh, you know, marriages come back together. So that's why we're doing this. 
So do you think that uh, how can this, when we look at this, make hopefully it can help make Christians mm -hmm. followers of Jesus and anyone for that matter, right? Come to take marriage more serious and take him more serious. Absolutely, because the process of Jesus yeah. <laughs> is in marriage. So definitely. So I hope everyone's doing well. And, uh, you know, shout out to peeps in Mobile, Alabama. Yes. And uh, who else? Let's say uh, North Carolina, yeah. Charlotte, and Raleigh. Raleigh, we've got some listeners. Hendersonville. Yeah, Hendersonville. Shout out to them. And uh, we'd love for you to reach out to us, Dr. Jonathan, at graceintheshadowsor.org. We have a Twitter page. We have a Facebook page, Grace in the Shadows. Please reach, reach out to us. Let us know how we can pray for you, um, how we can minister to you. But thank you so much for listening and for sharing. And we hope you have a great And God night. can take your mess and, and turn, turn it, it into, into a, a message. message. Take care. Have a good one. Bye. Okay.